belly flop, where you either make a splash and ass out of yourself or both. I am Alex. And I'm CW. Welcome to the show. What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's had a great week. Welcome to the belly flop. Just uh, Alex and I sitting here having a couple beers on a leisurely Sunday afternoon. What's up, everybody? So, the question is, what's your go-to Sunday beverage? Everyone has that one thing they have to have just to chill out. I think today we're sipping on some slightly mighty dogfish head, some low-cal IPA. Not really worried about the calories, but you know, it's what was in the fridge. And it's not bad. It's, a, it's, it's light. It's got a good flavor. But the go-to Sunday beverage, that's a tricky one. Because, you know, it depends on what kind of Sunday you're wanting to have. I'm saying sometimes your Sunday is a recovery Sunday. I mean, I went to a birthday party last night. I had maybe six good craft beers and probably three shots of tequila that I did not necessarily need to have. Well, do we ever need to necessarily have shots of tequila? It depends on the day. <laughs> That's true. Um yeah, I, you know, if you want to have a leisure Sunday, are you talking alcoholic beverage go-to, or are we just talking any beverage go-to? Oh, I mean, I feel like Sundays are for brunch and some hair of the dog drinks of the morning. Maybe a good Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, we could actually, yeah, listen, we could go to go-to brunch drink on a Sunday, go-to afternoon, go-to dinner. I mean, I think for me, and I get flack for this, but... When we go to brunch at some of the local places, those poinsettias, I don't even know what's in them. You do love some cranberry and champagne. Yes. I mean, they just taste good. Fruity, goes down easy, and usually you can do all you can drink, which is a nice thing sometimes. Not always, but sometimes that's a nice thing. It's nice for you. It's not necessarily nice for your wife. Yeah, that's true. But I like those in the morning on a Sunday at brunch. Um, morning, I mean, like... Maybe a little 11. coffee with your Baileys sometimes? And yes, I said coffee with Baileys, not Baileys with coffee. I mean, you have to have priorities sometimes. You know, I don't... I don't I don't know that I've ever actually drank coffee with liquor in it. We can change that. You probably need to at some point. I've talked about it a lot. I've seen it. <laughs> I've, just, I've honestly just never done it. I don't think. I mean... My memory is kind of shoddy, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe at some point in the fraternity days, I may have consumed some, but I don't know, to be honest. Oh, it's entirely plausible. I, uh, but yeah, coffee's the go-to every morning. I mean, that's how you wake up. But yeah, for brunch, a poinsettia is the way to go. I mean, I know people like the screwdrivers, which are good. Orange juice and vodka, vodka you can't go wrong with that. What's the other one that we have at the the brunches? Um there's always like mimosa. Mimosa, that's the one. Orange juice and orange juice say, and Everyone loves a good mimosa. Yeah, those are good. I just like the poinsettia. I don't know why. I don't even like cranberry juice. Huh. But the poinsettias just taste good. I don't know. Maybe it's the mixture of the two. Yeah, it's just delicious. That's my go-to for brunch, I think. Either sure. way. Of course, I was the only person drinking craft beer at this party last night. Everyone else had their uh, White Claws. Hey, that is the thing. Seltzers they, are the thing. Say they're right watching their carbs. They are drinking the seltzers. They are loving life. Hey, I love a good seltzer out by the pool. I mean, right now, Corona is my go-to. Um, but the wife likes the White Claw. And 
I just think the Corona has a lot more flavor. So if I'm in the pool, that is my go-to beverage on a Sunday or any day. I like it. It's it's you know I'm trying to be healthier, so it's not as terrible for you as a beer, calorie-wise and carb-wise. I think Corona actually has no carb, so that's pretty good. Yeah, so they seem to be the popular summer beverage. Uh, I don't know about any, anyone listening, the rest of the country, but it's been a probably two-week, ninety-five-ish hot streak. I think we're going to three weeks. Okay. It's been like insanely hot nonstop. Like I would go to the gym at 6 a.m. and it would still be mid 70s to 80s. Yeah, and then you yeah when you wake when you wake up in the morning you go outside you start sweating. Yes, it's not very fun, but you know. So definitely a, a seltzer is nice and refreshing. Yes, they are good. And you like Corona. Your wife likes White Claw. What is the one you've had that is not tasty to you? Um. The one that I've tried, I'm not really sure. And I said Truly because Truly has been my least favorite so far. You know, I haven't actually drank Truly. My wife had it when we were at the beach. She was not a fan. Um, but to be honest, the worst one is the Corona Cherry that I've had that I know of. It just tastes like a Luden's cough drop. So I don't really enjoy that one. But I've only had White Claw and Corona that I, that I know of. No, I've had the Bud Light Seltzer, I think. I think I tried that once. And that's telling you how much I thought about it. I was going to say, I, I, I also remember. tried the Bud Light uh, Cherry Limeade Seltzer once upon a time, and it was not the best seltzer. Well, Bud Light sucks, so that's probably why their seltzer sucks, too. So, I mean, since we're talking about drinks, okay, college day cheap beer. What is your go-to cheap beer? I know you and I have the same cheap beer preference. Coors Light is probably the go-to cheap beer, but I don't. Is it even considered cheap anymore? I mean, it's not craft. Yeah. Fancy. So Coors Light or Miller Light are the two that I would drink. Yeah. Um, I was a Miller Light guy for a long time, and then at some point, I don't know. I mean, they're the same company, but. At some point, I switched to the Coors, and I actually prefer it over Miller Lite, even though I have a whole fridge full of Miller High Life in a can. The champagne. That's no, from the of Wal- beer. The Walgreens closeout. You know, you can't yeah. pass up cheap stuff. <laughs> but I'd have to say Coors is the the base beer that I don't mind drinking. Oh no, Coors does not bother me at all. But I mean, college days, we were. I mean, you were drinking oh. Natty Light. Oh, Bush. Bush beer, Bush light. Well, there's some people that love some Bush. There, yes, Might there is. Some people would call that the cheap beer. There, there are many people who enjoy. That's what is it known as, nectar of the gods or something? something like that, yes. Oh. And I Natterdays. Know. I know many people who love a good Natterdays. I haven't tried that yet. It's strawberry flavored natty yeah, light. I think can't drink that, can you? No, I can't. But we don't want you to die. It's probably not real. It is natty. That's true, too. It may not be real strawberry, but we don't want you to try it and die. But, yeah, so, yeah, Coors Light. If you're looking to sponsor anything, hit us up. Yeah, I would drink. I mean, we've sponsored you for about 20 years now, probably. <laughs> okay, not quite, but. At least uh, probably 14. No, 16. Yeah. Yeah, at least 16 years. So, College. 
freshman for me, 16, maybe I mean, a little more for you. That is where most of my student loan money went. Yeah, I don't know where mine went. We won't talk about that discussion. <laughs> hey, speaking of beer money, I saw an article online from the New York Post. A famous YouTuber in Hollywood is wanting to hire a 24-7 personal assistant for $30 an hour. I'm pretty sure if you work at In-N-Out Burger, you make more than $30 an hour in L.A. Oh, it's in in Los Angeles. Yeah. And they want to pay $30 an hour. And this celebrity has 10 million plus followers. Okay. Big, you big whoop. You must be able to travel at any notice at any time with zero questions. I just feel like a personal assistant is worth more than $30 an hour. Let's, let's do some quick math on that. So if you're doing $30 an hour, and what it said they had to be available, what, I think it said like any time of the day? Yes, day or night. So let's just say they work 30 times, I don't know, anything over 40 hours is technically overtime. So let's say they're working 13 hours a day. That's probably reasonable. So 13, seven days a week, that's 91 hours. So anything over 40 in a week is technically overtime. So they're going to get, what's that, uh, $45 an hour for that, right? So that's, hmm, that's 51 times 45. It's really not that bad of a salary. To give up your life. Yeah, that's the tough part. So then you got... Sorry, I'm doing the math here. I gotta see. What I'm this, just picturing I like. I gotta see what this costs. Devil wears Prada, where you're getting yelled at for not getting the private jet to fly in the hurricane. That's thirty four hundred dollars a week, but you're working ninety one hours a week, probably at the low end, to be honest. Yeah. So times fifty two. That's one hundred eighty two thousand dollars a year, though. But you don't have time to spend it. But it's well, that's kind of nice. Um, no, well, the question comes in though, you know this travel where you got to dr- travel the drop of the hat is is that covered, or are you on your own hook? I'm assuming this is this person is running this as a business, so they're probably going to want to deduct your travel cost, so they'll probably pay for that. Now you're probably going to get stuck in some crappy room, or I don't know. The ad said they had to be with them basically 24 seven, so you're probably going to be in the nice room. So I don't know. I I, I don't. Know, I might be willing to give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, that's more than I make, so what the heck? I'm sure your wife would love that. Babe, I'm moving to Los Angeles. I am moving to L.A. Do not hate me. Taking a job as a personal assistant to some female YouTuber with 10 million followers. Yeah, that'd probably not go over well. Watch for me on TV. Yeah, but it says you can't be looking for fame. You cannot be looking for fame, and you cannot be seen. Yeah, you can't take pictures. I I don't know. It sounds... I mean, when you do the math, at 13... Working 13-hour days, which, you know, you're not going to be working. How much of that time is going to be driving in a car somewhere, doing something like that? But it said you had to cook and clean and do their laundry. I don't know about that stuff. I mean... That's a lot. That's more than a personal assistant because they wanted them to manage production. And, I mean, this is like an, this is like a corporation hiring the um, chief operating officer. Yeah. But paying them like a frontline manager at a McDonald's. Yes. Except the um, frontline manager at McDonald's ain't making 180000 But 
in the grand scheme of what they're wanting you to do versus what they're willing to pay you. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a discrepancy. So, but you would have some beer money, but you, you, you wouldn't would, have time to drink. I'm pretty sure if you're hanging in that crew, you're not drinking beer. You're drinking... Well, that, the ad said they had to stay sober. Oh, that's a good point. That's so, a good point. They wouldn't even be spending Would you money. give up everything to be the personal assistant for a famous YouTuber? I would not. No, I don't think it's worth it. Personally, I'd just try to become a famous YouTuber myself. Then I would hire my personal assistant, and I'd offer him $35 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just to undercut. Yeah. Just enough to steal the good assistance, right? Exactly. You cannot, you got to get the best. You got to right. pay for it. Yeah, I don't know. That makes me wonder, though, when you when you look at it like that, you know, all of these, not all of these, but some of these podcasters have, like, an assistant that's involved. It's like, you wonder how much those people make. Because you kind of see, like, Rogan just got his $100 million, that was what was advertised, $100 million contract with Spotify. Well, really, it's more than that, apparently. It's a lot more than that. I think that was maybe guaranteed money or something like that. And he's also announced he's moving to Texas, apparently. I haven't caught that far up in his shows, but, I mean, so he just cut out, you know, the 40% tax he's paying in California on that. So that was a brilliant move on his part. But, like, how much is his young Jamie assistant making? You know what I mean? These people probably make more than me and you combined. Mm-hmm. And I bet it's not a terrible job. I think it would all depend on the person. I think Rogan, I don't think Jamie's like a personal assistant. I think he just does the show. Yeah. I don't even know that they hang out outside the show, to be honest. I don't know. I feel like if you were just, if it, if it was your job to be an assistant from like eight to five. That wouldn't be terrible. That would not be horrible at all. Especially to somebody like that. But I feel like getting a call at like 1 a.m., pack a bag, we're going to. Hey, we got to go to Milan next week. Yeah. Tomorrow. Flight leaves in six hours. And you need to come here and pack my suitcase, too. Yeah. I, I don't know about that nonsense. Yeah, that would, that would get old quickly. But you would get But to that see being said, I've never been to Milan, so... You'd get to probably do some pretty cool stuff. And they're not a fan of U.S. citizens right now, so... Yeah, so we probably wouldn't want to go there. Um, I didn't know that. I just mentioned a place off the top of my head. Hey, I'm just saying, though. I mean, it could be. Yeah, that'd be... Now, if know. Casey Neistat was looking for an assistant, I think that would be awesome. I but the but the ad did say a female YouTuber. Yeah, I don't know that I know who Casey is. So, oh, he's awesome. I have to check check him out. So I know we talked about our go to beverage and that on Sundays and that kind of divulged into brunch, a brunch beverage primarily is what we talked about. There was a, um, a poll the other day, and it was like a, one of those. Here's two options. Which one would you get rid of? And it was brunch related, so I think it's kind of key. I'm going to ask you, and you got to you got to answer. So it's which food has to go, and these are all brunch foods, or all so, right. so they say. I'm in. Um, first one: French toast or French crepes? Oh, crepes. They got to go. I don't know, man. Now, French toast, I mean, it's like classic. I mean, you can't get rid of French toast. If French toast is done right, it is delicious. I mean, you get the the soft bread, you get the crispy outside, you get syrup. And it's just got a lot more to it. Crepes are just kind of dainty. Yes. But they are delicious. They can be good, though. They are delicious. But. If they're done right as well. Okay, so French toast is, is sticking, so crepes are gone. All right, next one. Uh... Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. And huevos rancheros. 
Oh, uh, see, I'm kind of messed up on this. I don't really care for eggs in general. That's true. But I see everyone order huevos rancheros all the time, and they look delicious. It is delicious. But in Mexico last year, everyone kept getting chilaquiles. So chilaquiles got to go. I would agree. Chilaquiles, looking at the picture, just looks like nachos. And I'm not sure that would be a good breakfast. Well, I mean, brunch food. It depends. If you're trying to soak up, you know, the night before. Yeah, it might be good, but Huevos Rancheros is just... That's a, maybe that's a bad one to go, to combine against each other, but... And it's probably just because that's the only two Mexican dishes on this whole list, but anyway. Um, we'll move on. So, which food has to go? Scrambled eggs or fried eggs? You don't like eggs? You would probably get rid of both. I, I would say get rid of both, but... Um, I just I'm gonna say fried eggs. Gotta go. Is that because of the runny? The runny yolk, yes. But uh, I feel like scrambled eggs are more like versatile. Like you can do a little bit more with them. I don't know. I like both. Both are good for different things. Scrambled eggs are just easy to make. Number one, yeah. you just put them in a bowl, whisk it up, add a little milk, little splash of milk, a little salt and pepper, throw it in the pan, mix it around, you're done. Fried eggs are a little harder once you got to flip them, and it gets a little tricky. You might bust the yolk. Anyway, moving on. Uh, which food has to go? Biscuits and gravy or chicken and waffles? Oh, that that's a horrible question. Uh, my go-to Not for me. My go-to brunch is chicken and waffles every time. Yeah, so biscuits and gravy are disgusting. I was gonna say biscuits and gravy have to go. Yeah, and being from West Virginia, that hurts a little bit to say that. And I will probably like get a letter from the governor telling me to get the hell out. Oh, they're gross. <laughs> chicken and waffles is perfection. Yes, that's amazing. Biscuits and gravy is disgusting. I mean, you can have some really bad gravy. It's just per- period. It's gross. I don't care. I've never had it and liked it ever in my life. It's gross. I get a lot of flack for being from West Virginia and not liking biscuits and gravy, but it's disgusting. Chicken and waffles, on the other hand, you get the fried chicken, the sweetness of the the, the uh, syrup, and the, the waffle. Oh, it's just delicious. All right, next up. Now, this one is a tough one. Sausage or bacon? Oh. And you know me. I prefer both. Um, but I f- think I would probably choose bacon. To go or stay? To stay. Get rid of the sausage? Get rid of the sausage. I mean... Wait, are we talking like links or patties? Links is what the picture is. Oh, no, links got to go. Yeah, links is what the picture is. I'm 100% in on bacon. It's staying. I mean, I order bacon as a side everywhere I go for brunch because my wife... It's the only time you get real bacon. Yeah, I get turkey bacon, which is not bacon, by the way. Not bad, but not bacon. Nothing against turkey bacon. It's just something totally different that's not bacon. Uh, so bacon is my thing. Sausage is going. All right, here's the next one. This, you don't like eggs, so this is another one that's a little weird. Steak and eggs or shrimp and grits? Thing, shrimp and grits are not bad. No, that would be delicious. But I also like steak. Yeah, steak for breakfast. I mean, the eggs you can bacon. keep, but I would try shrimp and grits. Send it out or keep it? Keep it. Okay, so we're keeping the You shrimp. can get some spicy, some uh, cheesy grits, get some spice on the shrimp, get a little... Sometimes they put some andouille sausage in there just to give it a little kick. Now you're making me hungry. I mean, it just sounds amazing right now. Yeah. Now this one, this one's a no-brainer for me, but it always comes up when you're talking about brunch food. Home fries 
or hash browns? Which one is going? I love a good hash brown. Who doesn't? I mean, it's like flaky potato oil deliciousness. They're like little mini shredded french fries that all stick together. Yes. They're delicious. I'm going to say home fries are gone. Out the door. That's just like a chopped potato. Yes. I mean, they're not bad. Maybe a little onion in there, but still. They're not bad, but the hash browns win every time. Um, I mean, look at Waffle House. They have made an empire out of, hash out of waffles and how to put shit on your hash browns. That's right. They have. And now here's the next one. <sighs> Avocado toast or egg in a hole, which if you don't know what egg in a hole is, you basically take a piece of toast, cut a hole in it, crack your egg in there, and then fry it inside the bread. Also called eggs in a basket, I believe. Yes, eggs in a basket, egg in a hole, whatever um, you want to I'm going to say avocado toast because that just is more delicious to me. You're going to keep it? I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep uh, avocado, avocado toast. toast. Okay, yeah, see, I'd be, I'd be getting rid of the avocado toast. I like avocado, but this picture of this avocado toast makes me want to vomit because it's way too much avocado. Number one, that's a $40 piece of toast. I mean, they've got an inch-thick spread of avocado on this thing. <laughs> I mean, you're spending a fortune right there. I'm going to go with... I mean, you're not buying it at Whole Foods. I'm going to... Yeah, but still, they're, they're, I buy them at Kroger. They're not cheap there either. And half the time, they're brown, so you got to throw them away. Anyway, egg in a hole is what I'm keeping. But that's, that's what they had on there uh, in this poll. Some of those are pretty tricky. Okay, back to French toast. I feel like the last time we went to brunch, you actually had the French toast of the day at the local place we went to. Which one was that? Oh, was that the one that had the Fruity Pebbles? Fruity Pebble French yes. toast. Delicious. It was amazing. Um, between the bread, they put like the little, uh, like a cream cheese icing type thing that like, not icing. I mean, not, basically dessert. I don't know. Yeah. It was like, it was kind of like milk. Like, you know when you buy like a breakfast bar, a cereal bar, you like the fake. Yes. To give you the milk flavor, they put the icing. They put like that between the bread, and they had fruity pebbles crumbled on top. It was, it was amazing. That's been a while. It has been a bit. I haven't done lunch, brunch in a long time. But, I mean, I always get chicken and waffles. So. The best chicken and waffles I've ever had were at a place in um, Fort Lauderdale. I don't even know where it is. Couldn't even tell you because we drove forever to get there. It was somewhere inland. It was like this little place. It was kind of had a, I think it was a brewery. Um, you sat in like couches almost around your table, which was pretty neat. That was kind of the thing. This was back in 2012, so it's been a long time. Um, you sat on the couches around your table. You could get um, like so. I think most people are probably familiar with Quaker Steak and Lube, where you could fill up like that big thing of beer, mm-hmm. and it sets on your table, and then you just fill up your cups. You could get those. That was the first time I'd ever seen them before Quaker Steak and Lube. I think, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know when that started. I've only been to Quaker Steak and Lube twice in my life, uh, in high school. So, um, but man, that might have been the first place I ever had chicken and waffles, but it was amazing, and I had it for dinner. Oh, yeah. I, like, I do not remember the first time I ever had it, but I do remember on a trip to Mexico for a friend's wedding, I actually convinced a group of us 
and really the way the flights worked out, it saved, I'm going to say $350 a person if we had an overnight layover in Atlanta. So instead of going straight from our original airport to Cancun, we went from airport to Atlanta, overnight layover, and then the next morning, a quick trip from Atlanta to Cancun. A friend at the gym had told me about Gladys Knight's Chicken and Waffles in Atlanta around Emory University. It was perhaps the sketchiest cab ride I've ever been in on my life. Uh, there were garbage all through the car. There was, I believe, like syringes in the in the floorboard of this cab. It, nice. And this was pre-Uber, pre-Lyft. I was going to say, why were you taking I mean, this cab? was before when you could get on your phone and magically summon a Toyota Camry to come pick you up. Brand new. Yeah. Um, but it, like, literally, the food was delicious once we got there. And again, it was not in the best part of town from what I, uh, was told. That's where the best restaurants but usually it are. it was amazing. It belonged to Gladys Knight. Evander Holyfield was, like, three rows behind us with his, uh, family. That's pretty awesome. Super nice individual. That's pretty sweet. But, I mean, it was, it was delicious. Did you ask him about his ear? No. I did not go there. Might have got punched. Yeah. Speaking of, did you see Mike Tyson is fighting again? I saw that. 50, I don't know, 53 years old? Something like that, yeah. Which doesn't seem that... I'm guessing the money he made from the Hangover movies has finally... uh, Ran out? I don't know. He he owns a marijuana company in Colorado. Okay. And apparently it's good stuff. I don't know. He was on podcast i listen to sorry we're we're in west virginia and ohio it is still illegal here it's not legal here so but uh, i don't think he's i mean i'm sure he's not hurting i don't know before this even came but according to joe exotic it costs what ten thousand dollars to own a tiger to feed a tiger yeah but i mean he's good and he has had a lot of money troubles but even just videos over the past few years he was in great shape for his age but I don't know. He's fighting one of the greatest, one of the other greatest of all time, Roy Jones Jr., I think. You can look that up. Fact check me. I don't know. They must be making a, both of them getting paid a ton of money. It's going to be interesting. I'm I mean, not even a big boxing person. but That is the only reason to do it, is to get paid a ton of money. And I don't really, like, I think just having his name on something, people are going to buy it and watch it. So it's going to pay off. But... I don't know how interested am I in seeing. They two are old supposed dudes. to fight on September twelfth. So how interested am I in two old dudes beating the crap out of each other? You know, back in the day when you had to get that video on the internet, it was cool. Well, I guess you're still getting on the internet, but you had to get home from school, pull up the dial up, uh-huh. hang up the phone, mom, all that stuff, just to see two old guys duke it out in the street. Now we're gonna pay sixty nine dollars to watch them do it. Probably a hundred dollars to watch them do it. Probably, yeah. Pay, or the pay-per-view has not gotten cheaper over the years. But uh, it's in a, apparently Holofield's in pretty good shape, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like none of those guys ever really go out of shape. They just change the level of fitness that they're in. Yeah, that's probably true. And I'm sure someone in the comment will mention someone who has drastically changed how they look. Well, you see that with the NFL players. Like, the linemen get out of the NFL, and all of a sudden they look like me. They just drop weight. Yeah, yeah. they go back to their normal yeah. Yeah, every day. I mean, they're eating 
10,000 calories a day to maintain that size, which is absurd. And there's some big people. But, yeah, there's probably some stories of some healthy, fit people who blew up. I was but. watching, there's a guy on um, Instagram, Ryan Hall. He is the U.S. Men's World Marathon, U.S. Men's Marathon record holder. And he eventually quit racing because he was running and eating and basically destroying his body so much that his testosterone just stopped producing. Oh. And uh, he quit. He retired five years ago. And you see him now on Instagram, and he is living a normal life where he eats food and does not run 200 miles a week to maintain his uh, speed and fitness level. And the dude is jacked. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, think about when you're running that much, you're probably creeping into, you know, the problem with CrossFit, the rhabdo situation I mean, where your your muscles are actually just breaking down. Yeah, you're doing serious overtraining and yeah, I ain't muscle nonsense. burn. But yeah, like on Instagram, he is completely jacked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's funny to see famous people go from, you know, whatever you're used to seeing them at to then seeing them later. And they look totally different. Um, but, you know, actors, it's it's like they have some special skill to change their body, like, overnight. Now, I mean, they've got millions of dollars. They get these cooks and all these health people to help them figure it out. But uh, Christian Bale, I mean, that dude goes from yes. being jacked for Batman to this... Uh, emaciated... Emaciated dude in the... What was the The Boxer or something was the movie? Something like I can't that. Remember. But... And then he gained he gained it back seventy pounds to play Dick Cheney and yeah this is I don't even know how that's healthy for you. I mean you know Matthew McConaughey did the same thing to play the Dallas Buyers Club role. Yeah. I mean he looked like I mean but, he lost a ton of weight, which he's not even a big guy to start with. See, Tom Hanks was famous for losing a ton of weight for Castaway. That's true. And he would and um, he would gain weight again, and then he lost weight for uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and like, I think eventually his metabolism had quit responding the way it used to. Well, that gets, I mean, mine did that when I turned 24 years old, so <laughs> he mine got hit, lucky. Mine hit at 34. Yeah, he got lucky. But. It's like, hey, you used to do this and you would lose 15 pounds. It's like, hey, you do this and you're still fat. Thank you. Well, I used to eat. You know, when I was 15 years old, I worked at McDonald's. Me and a buddy, Seth, we used to, on our lunch break, like when you worked there, you were able to get like one value meal. I don't even know if they call them value meals anymore. That was like your, and you got a little punch card. The manager would punch your card, you got it for free, right? So we would get the 20-piece chicken nugget value meal. This was back when you supersized it. Supersized with a Coke. We would get an apple pie, a hot fudge brownie sundae, and I think occasionally we'd get a Big Mac. And that was our lunch. Now, he has remained skinnier than me throughout life. But he's also like a foot taller than me too, which is weird. Um, I mean, just, I'm not short, so that's kind of weird. But that's what we ate for lunch every day. I mean, yeah, every day that we worked. We absolutely ate so no much crap. And I did that, you know, I ate that way until basically I met my wife, um... You know, before I got the nerve to ask her out, I put on 25 pounds eating hot dogs just to ask her out because she worked at a hot dog stand. But that went away as soon as I quit eating hot dogs. So my metabolism was still good at that point. And then 
about 24, I think, is when we got married. Yeah, because we'll be married 10 years this year. So that was 10 years ago. Um, it just started climbing. The weight never went away. It just kept going on and on and on until this year when I decided I wasn't going to do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, I've always heard, like, once you get married, though, there's like no point in worrying about, like, your weight or how you well, look. Yeah, you're not. I mean, unless a doctor tells you, like, hey, you're you going to die. Something. You should maybe, like, you know, walk or get off your ass or something. Yeah, I mean, you're not. I mean, your spouse doesn't want you to think that way, I'm sure. But it happens. I mean, it happens to a lot of married people, both of them. They just kind of maybe not work out as much, let themselves go a little bit. And once you do that, it's 10 years later all of a sudden. And you went a lot farther than you thought. So, I don't know. Metabolisms suck, you know. It would be nice if you could keep the same metabolism from when some you were people do. Years some old. people are like the exact same size they were in high school, and, and I eat like and, crap. And I hate them. Yes, they eat, they eat whatever they want, and yeah, I'm kind of getting there with the intermittent fasting. It's really kicked up my metabolism. That and drinking, you know, cutting out pop. It's really been my major two changes. Yeah. I'm eating better food most of the time, but I also eat crap. Like I had pizza yesterday and McDonald's yesterday, and lost a pound. So, I'll take that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to be a famous person and have to fluctuate your weight like that just to see how your body handles it. If you pay me enough, I'd be willing to, you know, dedicate more. Yeah, if we, if we hire all the right people. And yes, get you if I have someone cooking me food as opposed to me having to cook the food. That is just a whole different, like... I mean, that's part of your job, though. Yeah, but that's just like a whole different atmosphere like one of my job requirements is do not wear shorts to work which you did which i did but no one was there so shut up and uh like their job requirement is you must be able to fit into a batman costume in three weeks in three weeks yeah uh or we you we we want you to play this role now this guy weighs 300 pounds has a ponytail so and no facial hair, so you're gonna have to shave your beard, grow your hair, and put on a hundred pounds uh, before we start filming in six months. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hair they can fix with extensions, but you know, some of these people have beards. I don't know how some of these. Well, I guess they can do that too with yeah. makeup artists and all that stuff. They can make you look like you have a natural looking beard, not like back in the day when it looked like a. It looked <laughs> like, fake, a, like a horrible. But, I mean, those people just live in a totally different atmosphere. To be able to pay people to cook food for you daily, mm-hmm. I mean, just a totally different world. I would enjoy the trainer. Yeah. Just, just the accountability of having someone be like, hey, I like that. That would be nice. Well, yeah, like a full-time. Yeah. Your trainer. Yes. They're not doing it for 15 other people. Yeah. Or, you know, 30 other people at a, at a Like local you were gym. one of the focuses of... Yeah, they're 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 there basically every day saying, "Do this, do this, do this, eat yes. this." Yeah, that would be um, put down the Big Mac. Yeah, it's like the I don't know if you've seen the video that the the uh, real jacked like um, trainer I guess storms into like a Dunkin' Donuts or something, and I guess one of his clients has like a whole thing of donuts in his hand, and he just swats it out of his hand. Donuts goes flying, starts yelling at him. He's like, you just left the gym. Oh. 
<laughs> you see, for the trainer, that's job security, knowing the guy's at Duncan. I mean, yeah, you're, exactly. he's going to be back. It's just, it's just, it's what you need in your life sometimes. <laughs> Somebody to come kick your ass. Keep True your statements. Sometimes you just need to be told, stop it. But, uh, yeah, different atmosphere. These people make so much money, it's absurd. Yes. And then they're not even at like that level like these ultra rich people are. Like, um, you know, you got Bezos and Bill Gates. Like these, it's, it's hilarious. You've got movie stars who make millions. You know, they're millionaires. You know, they may make, you know, a couple hundred million in their career. I mean, some of the big ones obviously make more than that, but it's over a career. It's not like they just have that much money. And then you've got somebody who who's worth, you know, $120 billion. Now, worth and cash is different. But still, they can do whatever they want to do. Like, yes, their pocket change is what movie stars make. And then our, our salaries are movie star pocket change. It's just, it is just a mind-numbing thing to think about to comprehend that you know a million dollars is $999,999.99 plus a penny a billion dollars is 999,999,999.99 plus a penny that is so far away from a million yes i mean that I is mean, why, math, you know. It's, that is it's why you can be a billionaire and have a dad bod and still get the best girl in the room. Yeah, it's just, it is just a mind up that that's even feasible to have a billion dollars. Like, that is so much money. <laughs> and there are people, like, these billionaires, not all, like, there are billionaires who are billionaires just because of something they own. But then there are billionaires who are billionaires because of stuff they own, but also because they have billions in liquid assets. Which, those are the ones I envy to be. <laughs> I don't know, though. I feel, you know, those lights have problems, too. They're just totally different than ours. Well, I think that's it for we've, this episode. We've gotten the text message. It's uh, been told to shut her down. Yeah, it's time to go home. The wife's at home with two kids, wants me there, so. Everyone, have a great week. See you next week.